but stop making excuses, stop whining, stop, right? Get at it. No excuses, just dominate. The second thing is to help our preparation meet our high residency aspirations is, is that we have to recognize now that the objective step one is gone and the process will be more subjective. One perspective is the clinical evaluation. But the other part of that, and what people fail to recognize, is that a big part of clinical evaluations and how you are as a doctor is not always your knowledge. It's also what? Your people skills and your ability to communicate and connect with not only patients, but your colleagues. If you're a jerk, if you're abrasive, if you're hard to be around, if you can't talk, you're not going to get clinical evaluations. Not at your home institution and not on the away rotations, which I mentioned are what? A bigger factor now. So wouldn't it behoove you, first you work on your study skills, wouldn't it behoove you to work on your people skills? Because I'm amazed at how many of you guys can't even formulate a proper email. So I really doubt you guys would be able to hang on to a conversation and make a patient feel comfortable. How many of you guys are working on your ability to relate to people, to communicate with people, to educate people? How many of you guys have worked in teams and your team is falling apart and you just give up? Oh, man, this group project, such and such is a jerk. Oh, I'm out of here. How about you work on that conflict resolution to fix it so that when you get on your medical team, you've dealt with that. You know how to overcome personalities and you know how to get stuff done. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Do you guys understand what I'm saying right now? This question. Do you think this decision was partly made to push more students and more uh, students into family medicine or IM resident? No, because there's still the same amount of residency spots. <laughs> there's still the same amount of residency spots. So a curve will be created. The same amount of people go into the same amount of specialties. This has nothing to do with pushing people into certain specialties. It has nothing to do with the physician shortage. None of that stuff. Because there's a limited amount of spots for the competitive residencies. So everyone has these conspiracy theories. Oh, there's no conspiracy. It's just that people didn't think about the downstream effects of this. And you guys as students, if you're aware of these downstream effects, you can account for them. So work on your people skills, right? The next part of that is you're going to have to get away rotations. You're going to have to get great letters of recommendation from your clinicals. So what do you need to do, guys? You need to understand the methodology that's behind getting a quality letter of recommendation. And there is a clear way to get great letters of recommendation, both on the front end, but then also when you request those letters of recommendation. So you guys need to educate yourselves on what? How to get great letters of recommendation. You also, right? So we're extending this, right? So we talked about hard skills, fun and knowledge, study skills. Soft skills, people skills. Talk about letter of recommendation. The extension of that is networking. So if you guys don't know how to network, if you guys don't know how to make a good impression, as Sally just said, if you don't know how to take a immature relationship and mature that relationship and have it blossom into turning someone into your advocate, that's going to be a problem for you. 
Because then you won't be able to get into the, the away rotations you want. You won't be able to have the letters of recommendation. You won't be able to have people call on your behalf. You won't know the people to get the residencies you want. And I'll tell you guys a real life story right now to prove my point. I don't like networking. It's hard for me. I don't like talking to people. I don't enjoy going to conferences. That's not fun for me. But because I recognize that that's important from residency admission, I made it a habit to network, to build my network, to build the people who not only knew me, but were raving fans and advocates of me. And I would go to conferences and shake the right hands and talk to the right people and make the right impressions. And when it came time to apply to residency, I applied to anesthesia, which is a competitive field. And I only applied to a couple places that were at the top of my field. There is one place that is a top anesthesia program, the top three anesthesia program in this country, that I didn't apply to. And even though I did not apply to this school, the program director of said residency called me on the phone and said, hey, we didn't get your application. I said, hey, I didn't apply. And they're like, what? And said school essentially forced me to interview for their residency program. Of course, I didn't end up going there, but they wanted me because I had formed that sort of impression through my reputation, through my professionalism, through my competency, all of that. So my question to you guys is, what have you done to become a stellar networker? I talked about school prestige yesterday, right? Does that make sense to everybody? What are you guys doing to prepare yourself for this change? Think about this. And someone asked in the box, what does this change mean for DO students? I'm talking to you, DO students. I'm talking to you, students who are at lower tier schools. I'm talking to you, IMGs. Listen to what I just told you to do. Do you not see how that would help you as a DO student? Do you guys understand what I'm saying right now? Some of you guys are ignoring what I'm saying. Listen to me. As Val just said, you've got to step your game up. These are key things that every single student can do. Not just to get into residency, but to do well in life. And people are missing this. People are missing this. And now we have confusion going on in the box, so I'm going to address it. Yes. School prestige will matter more than it does now. It will closely, more closely mirror how prestige of undergrad affects medical school, though. And that's the nuance that people aren't paying attention. Because, yes, if you go to a more prestigious undergrad, it does give you a little bit of buffer. However, just because you go to a prestigious school does not mean you're going to get into a prestigious medical school. Just because you go to a smaller, maybe non-science oriented school, maybe because you went community college, that doesn't mean you can't get into a Stanford med school. Because I literally was on the phone with someone this morning who went to Stanford, who is a surgeon, who went, guess where guys? Through community college. What you guys fail to recognize, again, I'm yelling at you guys. I'm popping you upside the back of the head. 
you want to focus and quit. You want to say, oh, it's an obstacle. It's hard. Quit. I'm telling you guys to just get better. Get better. Get better. Do you guys understand what I'm saying to you? So when I say school prestige matters more, I'm not saying if you're at a small school or if you're at a DO school, or you're at 90 school, you should quit. Because like I also said in yesterday's video, I was texting with one of my students who's admitted to an IMG school like, hey, don't worry about it. You'll get the rest of the you want. End of story. <laughs> like, But so many of you guys are so quick to quit on what you say is your freaking dream. And if you guys know me, you listen to me, I love Dave Chappelle. Love Dave Chappelle because he, I see him and myself in each other's eyes. I see him and me in that some people don't think his comedy is funny. And they don't think it's funny because it's a little too real. He says some things that, man, that feels uncomfortable. But it's gosh darn spot on. It's gosh darn spot on. And one of the things he said, and again, some people are going to be offended by this, but it's accurate. Is he talks about brittle spirits. And one of the jokes he makes about is, okay, if this happens to you and that kills your whole dream, that's a pretty brittle dream. And he makes the parallel to if Martin Luther King had was about to give his I have a dream speech, but then someone threw a rock at him. And he's like, ooh, I have a dream, but uh, no, nah, that's going to be about it. I'm going to go close up shop and, and go home. What happens to our country if he doesn't deliver that speech in the face of tremendous adversity, imprisonment, beatings, death threats, and his ultimate, right? He died. He got assassinated. Imagine if he didn't do what he did in the face of that adversity, how our country changes. That's a strong spirit. That's no excuse to just dominate. That's mama mentality. But so many of you guys have such brittle spirits. Ugh. Any obstruction. Oh, this is just too hard. I quit. The system is rigged. I am oppressed. They have rigged this so that I cannot be successful. Everyone wants to quit. When I say to a student, hey, listen, yes, I appreciate you saying you need to learn how to study. I've got this great study course, the five pillars of studying, let's get a better grades. Yeah, but it looks long. Do you have a tip for studying? I can't help you. You're a lost cause because you're not willing. You have a brittle spirit. You're not willing to do the work. And if you guys want to get into residency, and mental and whatever, you got to be more than that. You got to have a strong spirit, y'all. Because this stuff is not easy. You see physicians, you see medical students, you even see college students killing themselves. Suicide. Do you know how, do you know how hurt inside you have to be to kill yourself? That is a deep, dark place to want to kill yourself. And not only to want to kill yourself. Because you all have moments of like, man, this, this life is hard. I wish I didn't have this life. But to actually go through with it and kill yourself, that is a low level. That's, that has a lot of despair in your heart. And so I say this to say, 
that if you are to make it through what makes some people suicidal, you better have your tough spirit on. It can't be, oh, I just, I'm so delicate. The wind blows, it'll blow me right over. You won't make it. If you are a minority student, disadvantaged student, if you are a student from a small medical school, if you are a student from a DO school, if you are a student from an IMG, if you're an international student, yes, it's harder for you. Anyone who tells you it's not harder for you is lying to your face. And because I say it's harder, people get mad at me. Because they don't listen to the fact that I'm saying just because it's hard doesn't mean you quit. What it means is that you can't just do what the other people who have it easier than you do. If you have ADD, if you're dyslexic, you can't try to just read like everyone else. If you are poor and you have to work, commute from home two hours to get to school, you can't afford the books, then how the freak are you going to practice the same scheduling practices as everybody else and think you're going to be successful? It's illogical. It's completely illogical. That's why, again, to the SNMA and mass people who sent me messages, this is for you guys. The reason I say your ridiculous initiative, the MCAT initiative, to get pre-meds and medical students to submit MCAT tips to put together into a guide is ludicrous because these students are disadvantaged, are impoverished, do have real struggles, real disadvantages that makes it feel like the system is completely rigged against them and they have no shot. And you're going to give them a hodgepodge guide and tell them that's going to get them over the hump? If you are an ING, you have to work harder than your allopathic counterparts in America. Period. If that hurts your feelings, if you think I'm anti-ING because I said that, then again, leave. But that's the reality. If you're at a DO school, it is harder to get the top residencies. Period. But just because it's hard doesn't mean you quit, doesn't mean you give up, doesn't mean I told you your dream, your hope, your dreams are over, your life's over. I'm telling you to get up, recognize you gotta work harder, and get to work. Be better. I'm holding you accountable to your path. We all have different paths. People worry, oh, I'm non-traditional. Uh, 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 uh. Why are you worrying about everybody else? Worry about you and what you got to do to be successful. I'm successful, I succeed, and I will never be stopped. Why? Because I don't worry about what everybody else is doing. I worry about what I got to do to succeed. When everybody else was doing first aid for step one, I didn't do first aid. When everyone else was trying to present posters at conferences in medical school because they thought those posters were going to get them in residency, I was busy shaking hands, making the real connections that were getting me in, the medical, in residency. I don't care what other people are doing. I care what I got to do to ensure success because I don't like possibly, could be, I don't like chance. Some of you guys are okay with rolling the dice on your future. I don't deal with uncertainty well. I need certainty. Clarity. I need to, boom, I do this, I get that. Boom, one plus one is two. Some of you guys are like, 50-50 sounds good to me. Woo, 
I go to Vegas, if I lose $20, I always take $20 just to just throw on the table and lose my first five minutes to get it out of my system. Go to the blackjack table, put $20 down, call it a day. I don't tolerate risk. What up? I don't tolerate risk and uncertainty. You guys are sitting here rolling the dice, gambling with your future. And you think that's okay? And you're, you, you wonder why you're stressed out? You wonder why you're anxious? You wonder why you are what? Burnt out? You wonder why you're unwell? Probably because you have a super uncertain, murky, shaky future. That's why you doubt yourself. That's why you're uncertain. That's why you're constantly consuming empty YouTube videos and empty Instagram videos that aren't going to get you what you want. Because you're looking for someone to confirm. You're on Reddit saying, hey guys, these are my numbers. What are my chances? Hey SDN, these are my numbers. What are my chances, guys? What are my chances? And then you ignore the 90 something comments just to find that one that tells you you're going to get into Harvard with your 2.1 GPA. You're a superstar. Ignore these people. You're a superstar. That 2.1 GPA, no big deal. No. I will call you out and say you're not getting in with a 2.1 GPA. And here's how you fix your GPA and your resume. And that's why I get students with those kind of GPAs into medical school. Because we address it day one. And anybody who works with me understands. What do I always say? I say it's no cup of tea. If you work with me, I'm going to hurt your feelings because I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to tell you what you're doing wrong. That way I can teach you the right way and show you how to fix it. But if you guys don't, if you guys aren't willing to work, if you guys aren't willing to get better, if you guys aren't willing to listen, no one can save you. No one can help you. No one can. No one. Do you know what I'm saying? So, if you guys want a top residency, go get your top residency. If you guys are pre-meds and you want a top medical school, go get it. If you want a top residency, it starts now. Start with the study skills. Build your people skills. Build your knowledge of what it takes to get into medical school. Build your knowledge. Build. Get knowledge. Get skills. Get great and go. I don't like... It's not rocket science. It's just difficult. And the people who make it, like I said, anyone can get a top medical school. Anyone can get a top residency. And I'm proof that anybody can do that. Because I did both against insurmountable, seemingly impossible odds. I did it. So the question becomes, if I'm the example, if I overcame all the odds, if everybody told me I couldn't do it, but I did it anyway, what is stopping you from getting there? So when you guys go and everybody's telling you you can't get the residence you want because step one has changed and you're a DO student, are you going to listen to them or are you going to get better?
right? We've got to step our game up. We've got to step our game up. This is so important, guys. I just, I want everybody to understand. Please, 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 please. You can all get top residencies. No matter what ethnicity you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what medical school you're at, all that stuff. You can. Does everybody understand? I'm asking because we have to have some clarity, right? This is about clarity of understanding what's going on. Thank you, Ernest, for saying that. What up, man? How's it going? Right? And let's pull Ernest's comment up here so we can see it. Step one changing will not be an excuse for me not getting a top residency program. And Ernest is someone I met at a conference who every time I see him, he's hustling for something, creating his future, building himself up, right? Making his future happen. Does this make sense? And Gurpreet, who's asking at what time yesterday that I talk about IMGs, watch the whole video. This is the point I'm making, is that people want the 30-second snippet Watch the video. Watch this video. You know what I'm saying? I meet with my group, my coaching groups. We meet two hours plus every single week. Talking high level strategy. This is after going through my hours and hours of courses. We still talk two hours every week. Specific, specific, strategy, specific, strategy, specific, strategy, specific, strategy, coaching. So if you watch a 30 second snippet, how could you ever think you're gonna beat one of my students? It's the same reason nobody has, to this day, they can't beat me. Because if I am constantly making sure that I'm informed and I'm working and I'm working and I'm working, effort, direct, effort directed in the right direction is undefeated. Effort directed in the right direction is undefeated. Undefeated. And the conversation in the box is hilarious. If you guys can't see it. So D-Guard, whoever that is, hello, sir or madam, whatever, came on here and said, hey, is this guy even a real doctor? There's no one on the internet that says whatever. Well, the internet is not official, guys. Just so we're all aware, the internet is a creation. It's electronic. So because it doesn't say that I'm a physician on the internet, doesn't mean anything. There's plenty of people who are listed as doctors on the internet and who aren't physicians. Then someone else said, well, check Instagram. It says he's a doctor. Instagram is not a valid source to verify someone's a doctor or someone can help you. Then DGuard replied, well, listen, you should Google him. Look him up on Reddit. He's a great motivational speaker, but his programs are a scam. I'll pull it up. We'll see it together. Check this out. Look him up on Reddit, guys. He's a scam. He's a scam. 
Dguard, I appreciate your Reddit citation. Tell me what page and you know, chapter that's from in Reddit. Oh, that's right. Reddit's a bunch of comments from internet people. <laughs> Do you think I care about Reddit? No, because I live in the real world where I affect real change with real students. Again, pay attention. Everyone has to pay attention here. What did I start this whole video off saying? Dguard's not listening. The internet is a mythical place full of distractions and full of half-truths. You guys have to get into the real world and do real work if you want to be successful. It's that simple. It's that simple. You guys have to step up. You have to. Please understand, everyone can get to the residency they want, but you've got to step up. And the things that we covered today, you must learn to develop your people skills. You must learn to develop your communication skills and be an effective communicator. You must learn how to network, right, and manage your relationships in your life. And you must lastly set out a clear plan to execute these things and stick to the plan to execute. Execute. If you guys want a residency, do those things. And how you do those things is a subject for a whole nother day. But doing those things will get you there. So when step one changes and everybody's crying tears if they can't get there, that's all you have to do. Does that seem difficult? <laughs> Mulky. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> I love it, guys. The, the world is beautiful. The world is beautiful. The earth is beautiful. Everyone, you guys can succeed. You guys can be what you want to be. Make the decision. You guys decide how you want to spend your time, your energy, your focus, all that stuff, and go be great. Okay? So, everyone, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Stay positive. And like I said, I'm here to help students. I'm here to help you guys get into medical school, be successful. My courses do work. My programs do work, despite what Reddit says. Oh, gosh. You know what? I'm heartbroken. I might cry after this because Reddit doesn't like me. I'm also banned from SDN. Dguard. I don't know if you know this, but I'm banned from SDN, so I must be a bad person because I'm banned from there. So, <laughs> so anyway, for those of you guys who want to start getting better, who want to start progressing in a real way, do check out my courses, do check out my programs, and as a benefit today, in the box below, there are discounts to several of my courses to help you guys to getting better, to be better students, to be right better pre-meds, to prepare for the MCAT, all those things. So check out the box below and I will see you guys next time. What do we always end with guys? What do we always end with? No excuses, just dominate. A lot of information in that session, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We're going to continue to talk about a variety of topics and to go deeper into this medical school change and what it means for you guys. And like I said, it starts with the pre-med process of preparing yourself to be competitive in medical school. I know you guys think if I just get in, then I'm good. 
But once you get into medical school, it all starts over again because you have to get residency. And if you aren't prepared, the transition can be just as bumpy as the transition was going from high school to college. So get yourself prepared. Get yourself ready. And thank you guys so much for joining me. Make sure you guys take a second. If you are enjoying this podcast, you're enjoying this show, leave a review every single week. I will feature one of your reviews. I'll be giving away a coaching session or a course. You could be entered to win. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys next time. Today is the day, guys. No more excuses. No more complaining. You're going to take your future into your own hands. You're going to dominate. You're going to be successful. Get to my website, studenttransformation.com. I challenge you. What are you going to do today to make your life better?